It's just a movie. You see, Natalie, life's not a fairy tale. Girls like us don't get that. But why? Well, look in the mirror, doll. We're no Julia Roberts. What are we talking about? Natalie is saying that romantic comedies are bad. All those movies are lies. They're terrible pop songs. I think people would have an easier time seeing you if you were a little more open. Hey, I'm Jack. Natalie. Hello. And welcome to the Martini Scale, where we talk movies over martinis. And provide our perspective on what is and isn't worth watching. We are three friends who all love film, so the goal with the show isn't to critique every detail, but to give you an honest perspective of what our experience was like when watching something. And perhaps, more importantly, how drunk you need to be to enjoy it. I'm Sean. I'm Natalie. And I'm Lena. And we have a special guest today. I'm Elena. I work at a small production company in Los Angeles, and I'm a writer. Yeah, so I know Elena. We have worked together on a feature script that she's writing for me. Oh, that's exciting. Do you want yeah. to tell us about that, or is it a surprise? No, it's it's okay. definitely top secret right now. Mm. But uh, she's a fantastic writer, and hopefully, people will be seeing the movie. You know, in a theater the, near you. In a theater near you. In a couple Love of years. <laughs> Glad someone thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> we all have faith. Um, so the film we're discussing today is. Isn't it romantic? Romance. Romance. So we figured your post-Valentine's Day come down. We wanted to <laughs> talk to you about some, some romantic comedies again. Um, just a warning that there will be spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, um, let's just turn the podcast off now because you're going <laughs> to be spoiled. Um, well, again, yeah. it is a romantic comedy. Are there really that big of like spoilers that people wouldn't be expecting? I mean, I feel like if you've seen the trailer on this one, you probably know what's going to happen. You probably know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, we have our new segment, which I don't even know if it's new at this point, just because no. we have done it so many times, but it is mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, it is our review of the week. Ooh. And this week, we actually talked about it in the Valentine's episode that we just aired. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to, there's this very special person that left us a review, and I want to talk about that in this episode. Yeah. Because... Um, I appreciate him a lot, and he, oh, he... I think you have a little crush on him. Oh, you my God. You're so cute. Not, no, that's not... Oh, my God. This is, like, embarrassing. No, <laughs> I just thought it would be cool to do, like, a nod to the person that was a guest star on our show. No, I, mean, I think we all have a little crush on Why him, though. Why is your face so <laughs> red? <laughs> I think we all have a crush on him. I didn't mean to call you out specifically, but I, I love that you're even, crushing. I can't even continue this segment, Lena. I'm going to make you read the review because I just can't, I can't do this right now. I love that you are blushing. Do you have it written down somewhere? Of course. Oh, sorry so for the paper. Lena right? is destroying the environment. I am she do- has printed How out. dare you? She recycles so much. How <laughs> dare I literally go through the trash can and pick out things to recycle that okay, someone does printed out like there's like a volume of paper that's Excuse like Excuse me guys, but this is printed. all our notes like for my calendar. And you have all the reviews printed out? No, I have this one. Oh, that's cute. So <laughs> this review comes to us it's from... Because it's a lot. Like, uh, it's not in no, here. No, it totally is. And you I appreciate you. So I appreciate I you. Um, so, Lena, tell us about I'm our... I'm old, okay? I can't see with these eyeballs anymore. Tell us about to... our review of the week, Lena. Okay. Our review of the week comes from a none other than not Jahan Joe. Oh, so then I was wrong. It, it's not him. It's not him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's the name. 
<laughs> I love it. Good one, Jahan. Good one. Let's face it. There are tons of podcasts about movies out there, but what makes this one great is that it's real people giving real reviews after drinking real alcohol. <laughs> it's funny, honest, and enjoyable. They do a great job of being knowledgeable about films, the industry, and booze. Did I mention they drink while taping? It's hilarious. Makes my commute way easier knowing some girl named Natalie is going to be really hungover after filming an episode. <laughs> the rating scale is great, too, because in all honesty, it's the scale we should be evaluating everything in our lives on. Plus, they have super funny guests, including one comedian who I assume is very handsome. <laughs> Download now. <laughs> who we do not have a crush on. I do not. We have there. a crush on him. Come Fuck on. Sake. <laughs> Martini down. So this is the first Jahan. on the Martini scale. Jahan. Jahan. Oh, <laughs> we are fucking busted. Jahan is here in spirit. So I'm just going to be like a play-by-play commentator here i think that's is that a football reference so lena this is what just happened in real time lena holding her paper from 1994 knocked over her martini natalie frantically and on on her phone and the table and the paper natalie frantically gets up from the table with her headphones on jerks her head back Jerks her head back. Almost dies. Oh, my God. Lena, do you want to tell us about our social channels where people can follow us if they're loving the show? Well, if you are living in this day and age, you can find us on the Twitter. Oh, the Twitter. The Twitter. The Twitter. The Instagram. Oh. And for those old folks out there, the Facebook. Oh, the Facebook. Thank you. Where your grandma can post a photo and make a comment maybe that your, doesn't make any sense. Maybe your grandma is going to like the podcast. I don't know. This could be an episode that maybe you want to introduce your grandma to the show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's possible. You know, if you want to, my grandmother's dead, but if you would oh. like to, <laughs> Ouch. if you would like to uh, take an old person and uh, show them how to listen to a podcast, you're more than welcome to do that, but I'm not going to do that. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Um, Natalie, tell us what we're drinking today because this martini is fucking delicious. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so obviously I had to, I've used all the martinis I can come up with in my head. So I now have to resort to looking for recipes and then trying to create new stuff from there. Obviously, this is a romantic comedy mm-hmm. and was released, I think, the 13th of February. So it's like right around Valentine's Day. So I was like, what is like the most romantic martini I can think of? Okay. And this is a chocolate martini with a cute little strawberry. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> it is. Okay. So good. This is the type of martini that's going to get me wasted. Just good. heads up. Also, the whole we have new martini glasses. Yeah, we do. Wait, are these the new ones? Or no, are these those Sean's? are Sean's. Look at so, this red thing down yeah, the middle. Uh, that worked out perfectly. Yeah. I did not plan that. So we are actually, I did. I planned that. I infused the red into the glass. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to post Wait, a, you did that yourself? Yeah, we're going to have to post did a picture. Did you uh, hand blow this glass? I believe Crate and Barrel hand blew this glass. But oh. my point being, we're actually in a different studio today. And by studio, I mean my apartment. Um, we're actually recording this the day that we're doing our Oscar special, which you've probably already heard. But um, there's going to be some ambient sound, and you're going to hear like glasses clinking in your ear. Mm-hmm. And so we apologize in advance for that. But um, 
we we really wanted you know, to. We're we're making the best of we're making the best of it. The situation that we're in, and yeah. you know, the locale of this apartment for the Oscars is incredibly. It's too. I can't. There's no words. Am I drunk already? There's no words. I bet you could find your words. What's the word I'm thinking of? Close proximity. <laughs> it's like too great of an opportunity to not capitalize on that we're this close and to try and do some like fun coverage sure and then try and get a couple episodes done as well so yeah so if you hear my dog barking in the background um cooper says hi (laughs) all right so um let's talk about the movie so it's a isn't it romantic um it's a new 2019 romantic comedy it was directed by todd strauss skullson does that sound right Mm -hmm. okay and written by aaron cardillo dana fox and kate Silberman. These people have like really strange last names, so I apologize. Uh, the film stars Rebel Wilson, Liam Hemsworth, Adam Devine. Devine? Devine. Okay. Um, does anyone want to take a stab at her name? Because I practiced this and it's... Priyanka Chopra. You okay. don't know how to say Priyanka's name? I, I don't know how to say Priyanka's name, but now I do. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. Priyanka Chopra. Jonas. Thank you. Um, and follows a woman who, after getting hit on the head, wakes up in a world where everything around her plays out like a romantic comedy film. Um, it was released on, I think Natalie already said this, but February 13th uh, by Warner Brothers Pictures. And I think this is actually really interesting. I don't know if you guys knew this, but it's actually going to be released in international territories by Netflix on February 28th. I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. So well, there's great. your trivia. So should we dive in? Natalie, did you have any trivia that you wanted to go over first? or uh, The only trivia thing that I really kind of loved was that it really paid homage, obviously, to a lot of rom-coms that we do love and as much as it's making fun of the rom-com tropes that kind of get a little over you know heavy-handed a lot of times they do i think it's a nice homage to some of the good ones so two of her outfits were literally modeled after pretty woman julia roberts oh that's cool so when she comes out of the hospital she's in the white dress and the black hat so that's at when she's shopping down rodeo drive about that and then the red dress that she wears when she agrees to meet liam hemsworth out on the date is modeled after julia roberts red dress the thing with the Mm -hmm. yeah so those were exactly modeled which she looks so good in that red dress i was really excited oh i like the white one with the hat oh the hat yeah that was cute Big, big mistake. Huge. Huge. Love, love, love that movie. <laughs> we need to do like a pretty woman throwback episode. That'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. Um, and if you just in case missed our romantic comedy episode, go back and listen to that because we recapped our top 10 favorite romantic comedies mm-hmm. each. And that was like 20, <laughs> like 50 in a drunken stupor. So that's probably the most drunk that we've ever been. So please go back and check out that episode if you have yet to listen to it. It's already pretty high rated, guys. I don't know if you knew this, but like. I think it's because we promoted it so much, but it's actually like that's one of our top episodes. Oh, really? And it's only been on a couple weeks. Oh, the people like it. The people like it. Good. People just like that you're drunk. (laughs) It's probably that too. Isn't that that every episode though? Then they should enjoy that for every episode. I think in some episodes we are more drunk than others. Oh, for sure. Because I feel definitely the romantic comedy episode, I was pretty wasted, and at the beginning, it's one thing if we get progressively drunk throughout the episode, but I started that one off being pretty drunk well because natalie made those coconut martinis and we were slurping them down i hope you make those again i know you said you've run out so if you want to repeat any of them that would be my top (laughs) choice i'm i'm really trying to do like new martinis for each movie okay thank you yeah we we appreciate you yeah Yeah, your eyes look beautiful today by the way i think it's the sunlight hitting them and the sweater natalie's wearing this like creamish brownish colored sweater and it's just i feel like it's really like a pinky it's more like a mauve is it mauve? More of a mauve? Oh, no. I was going to say beige, but maybe it's... Okay. It's like a nude pink. Pink. 
Oh, I like nude pink. I like that. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, your eyes I, look I bet lovely you do. today. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what that means. Thanks. All right, let's dive in. Um, who wants to go first? Let's talk about what did work. What Should we, we have Elena go first? I would love that. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, the chemistry between Rebel and Liam and Adam, all three of them, was my favorite part. Okay. Um, for different reasons. Rebel and Adam definitely have been in movies before. They have like they, something about them clicks and people love it. Rebel Wilson behaves how any sane human would behave in a room where Liam Hemsworth is just suddenly attracted oh, to you. Seriously. It's awkward and fun, but she's still so confident about it, which makes it so much fun to watch them interact. And I thought really worked for me. I, I will say not to like jump on things that I didn't like already. Maybe I digress a bit. I oh, thought, shit. That's my job, Natalie. <laughs> I think Rebel and Adam's chemistry is palpable because you can tell that there's some sort of familiarity there. They've worked together so much. It's they really... F- what else have they done together? They've done the Pitch, Pitch Perfect. Perfect. Pitch Perfect oh, movies. Okay. She's been in Workaholics and played his love interest gotcha. in that. So I think in real life, they have worked together a lot and they are friends. So I think okay. you can really tell just how they touch each other, how they look at each other. It feels really comfortable. So buying into that, they're friends and maybe there's something more there. I loved I did feel like the chemistry between Rebel and Liam wasn't there. And I noticed it. I clocked it while I was watching. And I was like, I didn't didn't feel like there was something. But was that intentional? And I think you kind of brought that up, Elena, where it's just kind of like, what do you think that that was intentional? That they didn't want them to have this, like, undeniable chemistry that you kind of wanted them to be together. Like, it felt like she was saying even in the beginning, like, no, I don't feel this. I don't like you when he's in the limo. Like, do you feel something? And she's like, no. (laughs) Like, was it intentional that they're not supposed to have chemistry? And then she's going along with it just to play in this world. I think that he he has chemistry all by himself, which means that, like, automatically anyone in a scene with him is going to have chemistry too. And I think that's, I agree with you. I don't think that they necessarily chemistry as a couple. Mm -hmm. But I think that his chemistry, like, was sufficient for... Yeah, I think it's right. I think it was intentional because she was, it's supposed to be the opposite, right? She wakes up and he, she's like, why does this guy like me? Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't like you. Who are you? You you were just mean to me. Like, what is your deal? Well, I, I would just, it, it's interesting because I, you say that they had good chemistry, her and Adam Devine. And my note for what didn't work well was that I didn't think that they had the chemistry that they had in Pitch Perfect. I don't think it was romantic enough for me. I think it was way more romantic them together in Pitch Perfect than in this. Oh, like it felt very like awkward to me. I like, feel like I, we're moving into what we didn't like, which I know, I'm totally but, but, fine I know, with. But you know, but I'm saying the note that was, she, she said that, and I'm like, that works with her. But that's something that totally didn't yeah. work with me. Uh, yeah. So I what think did you think worked what well? I thought worked well, which is exactly what we've been talking about, is that Adam and Rebel have really good chemistry. I know, Lena, you didn't feel like no, you felt it No, they have chemistry, but it wasn't rom- Like, I didn't feel like, like the romance. Love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, I felt like she should have been, like, really in love with, like, you could see it from him, like, because he was in love with her. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't feel like she, I don't, I don't know. It just didn't, but it I, wasn't I think, enough I think me. the whole point of the movie was that she, 
I don't think she could even see herself in this role of being the other side of the love interest. I think her mom has always told her, this is not for us. This won't happen for us. Get over it. And so I think she's had a hard time accepting that somebody can actually love her no, like that. No, and I that. get that part for the characters, but I'm saying as actors, I didn't feel their chemistry yeah, as much Yeah, because I think every, every time he was doing something that somebody would kind of receive and give back into where you would feel that mutual attraction or lust or whatever it is she was pulling herself out of it as the character she was like every time he touched her you could tell he wanted to do that and she felt uncomfortable by it because I think just in general she's uncomfortable with this idea of like somebody could love me like I don't deserve that sort of love and affection and so it's easier to remove yourself from it than allow yourself to feel it you know I also sort of feel like it speaks to her character as someone who's going to look for a relationship that's more of a best friendship than as something super romantic Mm because she's been fighting against that her whole life. So it seems realistic to me that her first real relationship would be with someone who starts out as more of a best friend and then moves to a more romantic place in her life. Yeah, I could see that. Lena, did you like anything about the movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I like. uh, I liked when she, after she hit her head, and she woke up in the hospital, and uh, she had that whole thing with the doctor. But then she left in her pretty woman outfit with the white (laughs) dress, and she went back to her apartment and she opened the door. She's like, "Oh, whoops, wrong wrong apartment. Sorry, walked in your apartment." I don't think anyone just like lets you walk into their apartment. So then she goes in and she's like, what the fuck? This is not my apartment. And then she goes in her closet and her neighbor is just randomly in the closet. And he was one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. He was like, well, hello. I thought that was really yeah. funny. I actually found him incredibly I... annoying, but we can get into that. Oh. We... Sorry. Um, so I did you. Was there, I didn't mean to interrupt. Is there anything else that you liked about it? I mean, I liked a lot of things. Are we talking about what we like? Okay, so we have like normally our favorite scenes what that we, we talk about. Have we scenes, done we favorite liked, scenes we yet? Well. Are we combining those right now? I usually combine them, but I okay. apologize if I... Um, I know Elena and I have talked about this in length. By far, my favorite scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, You guys were with me, and I got the gigs. And we did see it could together. not we laughing stop laughing was when Liam Hemsworth was getting a phone call from his dad. Every time he got on the phone, he would do these weird, like, kicks, and he'd be, like, flipping around and stuff. And so this is when they were at, in the Hamptons. Hamptons. I didn't even notice that. Oh, my I God. Noticed that every, you, every time he got a call from I his dad. I think I was distracted by you laughing so hard. Oh, my, and my God. Dog is every in the background. Oh, time he kicked a bush, I was losing it. Yeah. I didn't even notice oh that. Oh, my God. Where I was I? Was I, I drunk? Know. What was going on? I don't remember this at all. I have this weird thing, and I think I realized what it was after watching this movie, that one of the things that tickles me most... Oh, she's tickled. I love when she gets On tickled. my tickle scale, the highest thing on there is when hot guys do silly things. I don't... Whatever it is, it... I feel like you got the kicks now. <laughs> I feel like it we just, need to have like a Natalie tickle scale in each episode. Like, what's your martini so, rating plus your tickle scale? <laughs> It is so funny to me. Like, that's why I love Chris Hemsworth, because he's so attractive, and he just, like, lets loose. Oh, 
I don't know. Okay. But he oh, like. He, stop yourself. Yeah. He Go lets. Home. I don't care. Go I, home. You're Liam done. is the Hemsworth. No. I do so agree with that. He lets loose and he has so much fun. And I've never seen Liam do that before. So this was the first time I had seen him do this. So I have a deeper appreciation for Liam in it. Where it's just kind of like fun and like just I I want to have like a gif or a little scene of him kicking that bush for me to look at every day. If I could start my day by watching that. I would be the happiest person. Like the, in the lady world. that's squishing grapes and falls over. Oh my god, that's the greatest. I feel like we need to digress and have a debate over whether it's GIF or GIF. It's GIF, one hundred percent. Really? Are we yeah. all agreeing um, on that? I say GIF still. It's GIF. Like okay. the peanut butter. The creator of GIFs said that. You agree? Yeah, the creator says it's GIF. Who might argue? Yeah. Oh shit. But did, who created it? Mr. GIF. Mr. GIF. <laughs> or Mr. GIF. GIF. Mr. GIF. Okay, I'm sorry. But what does GIF stand for? G-I-F. What is it? Oh, graphical something interface? Here, mm-hmm. let me... I'm going to... That's the joys of Google. Mm. So, well, well, it could be either. Anyways, so I loved that scene. Like, nothing made me happier than watching that particular moment. Um, Graphics interchange format. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sean, what was your favorite scene? And oh, things so, that you liked about it? So, I actually... I really like this movie. Um... I love a good, cheesy, sappy, romantic comedy more than anyone else. Um, I really feel like I just want a movie like this to exceed my expectations, and I feel like this one did that in a lot of ways. Um, the trailer for me, like, I feel like I remember seeing this trailer like six months ago, and I fucking was so excited for this movie. Like, the trailer sold me more than most trailers do. Um, and I don't even love anyone in the film. Like, I just wanted to see, like, watch all this unfold, and let's be honest, the Whitney Houston song in the trailer, like, just captured me. Lena, you wanted to see something about that I could tell. No, I, I don't. That, I didn't like that scene. Okay. Oh, we, I actually want to talk about that because yeah. the way it unfolded in the movie versus the trailer was disturbing to me. Um, my only complaint is that I actually like this movie. You knew it was going to be cheesy and sappy and all those things. I actually felt like they didn't go far enough with that. I was just going to say, I don't think it was sappy. It was all comedy. It wasn't a lot of romance. Oh, yeah. I didn't feel like it was. But even, like, the cheesiness of it. Like, I felt I think like... It, I felt like it was supposed to be cheesy in those But I moments. wanted it to be more because I feel like it still uh, took itself a little bit too seriously. Like, more seriously than I wanted it to. So, like, a horror movie that's campy, like, having, like, heavier Correct. camp is better than, like, feeling like they really think that it's scary. Like, go all in okay. or don't go at all. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and also, like, I just have to say, spoiler alert, I was really hoping that she wasn't going to wake up. Like, I just, I wanted her to live in this world forever. I know that it wasn't realistically going to happen, but, like, I don't know. I really enjoyed, like, the whatever situation that she was in. I enjoyed watching that play out, and I wanted her to kind of still find some semblance of that, like, in real life. And I think maybe you might say that she did in the end. Well, I think that if she stayed in that world, I still think that she would have a fancy apartment and she'd still be with Adam Devine. (laughs) Or a Devine. And I'm like, okay I feel with that. like I'm okay with that. I, I just, feel like it would have happened anyways because I felt like I didn't want her to have to go back to her shitty life. Yeah, I felt like he was leaning against like not liking Priyanka's character and realizing he still loves her even in that mm-hmm. world. Yeah, I don't okay. think it was a shitty life. I didn't take it as that at all. Not a shitty life. Well, I mean, in the beginning they but portrayed that... it as such for sure. Right. But I think that like as she became more aware of who she was like really was and the people in her mm-hmm. life that she started to appreciate I think that it became less shitty I think I think it's, it's everybody yes maybe it's more like everybody's perception of their life and to, I loved absolutely loved that they took this aspect of her job and didn't make it this like 
so over the top like she's an advertising executive or works for a magazine and it's like she is an architect for parking structures like i (laughs) i actually love that and the the fact that she found passion and excitement about her job and pride in the work that she was doing despite it being a parking like that to me was really fun that they made that an important piece of it where it's like it's not it's not a shitty life and i think if you're living all of the aspects of your life despite what the like Hollywood makes you feel like you should feel about that you're not an advertising exec or whatever like you may have like a really good life and a really good job and like the more passion and excitement you put into it the best it's going to be I guess I just feel like when you live in New York unless you make a million dollars a year like you have like a shitty apartment and it's not like an LA shitty apartment it's like a New York like you live in a closet and your, yeah. your apartment's shitty I mean and I, I just... kind of liked her original apartment with like the oh, loft you? and stuff I thought it was kind of cute I huh. was like oh you could make that really cute I don't know Fair. All right. Let's move on to what we did not like. What did not work well. Or were there any other scenes, Elena, that were your favorite? I mean, Liam kicking the bushes for sure. <laughs> Why do I not favorite. remember that scene? It's so crazy. Um, oh my god, I blacked out. I only because it was in the trailer, but I actually really enjoyed the scene after they don't have sex. Mm-hmm. Just because how frustrating it would be to be cock blocked by a PG thirteen rating when like Liam Hemsworth is Seriously. the other half of that. Amen. Like it just really hit home. I was like, yeah. oh, bummer, man. <laughs> Everyone felt her pain in that. You're just like, okay, let's figure out a way. Like, figure out a way to make this happen. I love that. And so, what uh, what did you think did not work well? I didn't. I feel like they underused Betty Gilpin's character quite a lot. I really liked her, and I think they didn't do her justice by giving her character more of a storyline in the romantic world. Is that the assistant? The assistant. I don't I, even remember her transition her real name. was fucking phenomenal, though. Like when she transitioned in like the dream world, I was like, God damn! I was not expecting that makeover. That it would have been so fun to see them interact in that world a totally. bit more, mm-hmm. and I think they didn't do her justice. I also feel like there was a couple jokes that they played in the trailer that they changed for the movie. And it wasn't for the better. Specifically, her talking to the police officer when she wakes up and she's in that new and she's in her new apartment. She mm-hmm. calls the cop. The trailer joke was so short and fun, and you laughed. Totally. And then they you. did it in the movie, and it was like long and weird. And she was on the phone with her for getting like a to full the punchline. Yeah, totally. And I was like, this just you just ruined it. You you raced, wasted the joke in the mm-hmm. trailer, and then made it worse for the movie. So they just did that a couple of times, yeah. which was probably. My least favorite part. I think that's always a bummer when, like, the trailer is better than the film. And I don't think that's entirely the case in this this situation. I loved the trailer. Like, I could watch this trailer over and over again. I don't know that the same is applicable to the movie. But to your point, I think that there were things in the trailer that, like, sold me that I was, like, waiting for them to appear in the movie. And then to your point, like, with that joke in particular, it just never happened. And when mm-hmm. it did, it was, like, fell flat. Um, I totally double down on your note of the misuse of Betty Gilpin because she's so fantastic. I feel like I've been watching her for years. She was on a bunch of Showtime shows and now she's on Glow and she's so fantastic. So I know, I knew she can get to that level. So that wasn't like a shock to me, but it was really fun to kind of see her in the downplayed, like uglier version of herself in the like real life version. Um, And I thought that was so funny in her being the assistant and watching movies all day. I thought that was hysterical. Um, But I was really, there's so many missed opportunities that I felt like they could have 
why wasn't she more a part of like, why didn't she introduce Priyanka to Adam Devine's character? Why wasn't she at the Hamptons party constantly getting in her way? Like there's so they many could have ways. Involved her more. Yeah, there's so many ways they could have involved her and it's shocking that they didn't choose to do that. And I think it could have enhanced the story even more that like this is her enemy at work and like she keeps getting in her way even in her love life and all that. Kind of, I think it could have been really funny to use her that way. Look at Natalie, the script analyst. I know. I really like this. I know. It's kind of like I work in this I industry. I know. I like this a lot. I like the side of you. You know? Um, I, I will triple down on that. Oh, shit. I, I, yeah, because I felt like when she went to this dream world, her the the opposite of everything, She there wasn't much of her personal life. It was all about Liam and then the Adam and the Priyanka, but, but they showed her at work like once. And then that's when the lady was like being a bitch to her or whatever. But like that never came back again. She like never went to work. Yeah. And so it's like, but the in the beginning when she was like in her real world, she was there all the time. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Cooper agrees with you. So, uh, so I I agree. That was weird to me. Like when she was in that world, it was just all all about something else instead of like incorporating everything that. We want to see like happening through everything that she's doing. Mm-hmm. Totally, I would say that. Um, so I have some very specific notes on this because oh. there were there were literally like things that annoyed the shit out of me. So again, <laughs> as I think about the trailer, um, the Whitney Houston, the use of the "I Want to Dance with Somebody," which is like one of the best songs of all time, pop songs of all time. Um, the way they utilized it in the trailer. It was almost as if there was like this big dance sequence in the middle. Yeah, like a flash mob thing. So, even though they did something like that, but yes. So my issue though is that like I think about Love Simon, they use the same exact song in Love Simon, and they literally broke out into like a dance sequence, right? And I wanted that like they showed you in the trailer. That's what was like. They're, everybody's lip syncing to the song. You're like, oh my god, this is going to be a thing. And then when you get to the actual scene in the movie, it's like Rebel Wilson singing the karaoke version of the song. And it just didn't, like, it fell flat for me. I was like, this, I was so excited for this moment in the film, and then it just doesn't come to fruition, like, in any... Yeah, because I think that she can sing, like, I especially, like, Pitch Perfect. Like, she, I didn't she... want her to sing in that particular instance, No, though. I didn't either. Yeah. But also, too, I didn't like that scene either, because I, it was just, it wasn't cheesy in a way that, like, was enjoyable. Totally. It was, like, cheesy in a, like... Like almost like want cheese, it to be over, like sort a of way. cheese whiz way. Yeah, and then oh. the same thing. <laughs> like just cheese the fake she, cheese squeezing out of a bottle. Well, I think oh. it's a weird combination of things they're trying to accomplish there. It's supposed to be funny, cheesy, making fun of these like again. Trope, My best friend's wedding. I thought like what they were trying exactly. to go after in that one. Yeah. But also showcasing. But it sounded so fake. Yeah. Also trying to showcase. Her, like, talent and her as a character realizing, ooh, maybe I shouldn't be holding myself back. So it's kind of weird to make something campy and also accomplish a big character development moment. I don't know that you can marry those two things together Well, in together that particular scene, too, though, so there's actually a third element there where they're mm-hmm. literally giving paying homage to my best friend's wedding. Like, yeah. that scene literally was taken on my best friend's wedding. Yeah, like, Cameron sure. Diaz does karaoke, right? And that's when she has a revelation. Like, I can be confident and I can... Fuck you, yeah. Julia Roberts. Like, that's the moment that I felt like was coming, or they were attempting, rather. Um, and then the song at the end, I felt the same exact way. I was like, oh, why are you doing this? Like, 
they end with what was the song they did at the end it was some pop song i don't right? even know well you don't remember it right like remember. it was just so unmemorable and it was like every character participates in like the music video that they're i, I just I, you know i don't like singing in movies and so. i could have lived without that particular scene to be honest with you i would rather just fade to credits at the end like i would have been totally fine with that yeah um and then my last thing although i do like liam playing the saxophone <laughs> yeah it didn't do it for me sorry um i love it the trailer was like these are my favorite like expression but like slicker and glossier like i felt like the trailer sold me on a little bit slightly different version of a film that i didn't watch on screen and then the other thing i don't like is adam divine 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 i don't know something about his face is weird to me i just don't like watching his face on screen i'm sorry but i do have a random fact about him did you know that he grew up in iowa oh no i did not but wait for it he went to occ what yeah he did. Isn't that weird? Like, there's no logic that would tie him to, like, Iowa, OCC, Los I Angeles. I don't know what any of these words OCC mean. is Orange County It's, like, down the street from her parents' college. house. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually right across the street from my high school. <laughs> so, like, so sometimes weird. we'd go to OCC for lunch. Maybe he was there when I went to lunch. Maybe. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, and I also wrote that I don't like, what's her name? Priyanka Chopra. Oh, you I don't f- like Jonas? No, I feel very, like, um, mad about her. I'm a little, uh, about her, too. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no chemistry. There's like, something on screen. Yeah, she's gorgeous, but mm-hmm. like, I need you to be gorgeous plus bring something right. to like the chemistry in the film, and she didn't do that for me. Sorry. Is her dad Deepak Chopra, or is that am I just correlating two things that aren't um, correlatable? I don't think so. I don't. She's <laughs> very wealthy because of other reasons. I don't gotcha. know. She's is she like, like a princess or something? No, no, but she has a lot of. I don't want to say foreign money because that makes it sound dirty, but that's, I think she's like, she's wealthy in her own right for a bunch of other gotcha. stuff. Okay. I'm not sure what it is though. Okay. I'm not a fan. I don't need to see her anything else. And I think she's going to be like a, this big star coming up and I just not excited. Well, she that. was, uh, Quantico was her, her main oh, thing. Yeah. But don't uh, know what that is. Is that on ABC? Um, it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Never watched. I mean, she she's she been, doesn't draw me. She's been a big like Bollywood actress, mm-hmm. I think, for yeah. a significant amount of time. So she's been the lead in romantic comedies for those films for quite a gotcha. while. I to me, I feel like it was more her character in this that she was playing. I I, I think she's supposed to be kind of irritating and not likable. Okay, Maybe. I I don't think that that's necessarily her. I don't know. I still think there's a way though to like. I don't want to contradict myself right now, but to like play unlikable in a likable way, if that makes sense. Do you, do you have an example of somebody who's done that successfully? Literally, the first thing that came to my mind, and I apologize for this, is the um, the wife in um, the Wedding Planner, the oh, one, the one that planner. was like marrying oh, Matthew Bridget McConaughey, Wilson, Sampras. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't think she was unlikable at all. But you, she's her character's supposed to be likable, right? Because you don't, you want him to be with Jennifer Lopez. You don't want him to be with her. I but think, I think it's just like an understanding that like, she's maybe they're not, not the Italian. Best <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is not Italian. <laughs> digress, digress, digress. I, I feel like in that particular movie, I don't think she was meant to be. And what I kind of appreciate about that movie is that like, she's not this like crazy bitch that he's not supposed to be with. It's sure. like, maybe there just is somebody that would be better suited for but him but i found and her like annoying in the beginning when they're like doing the like the I got first one. meeting her go ahead i got it go for it sarah jessica parker the family stone oh, she is unlikable the whole time no i hate her she, the whole time wow she wins me over at the end with the pictures yeah. when she does the picture for everybody she wins you because she's annoying 
as fuck and you really don't want to be around her but then at the end it's like oh she is a nice human underneath there mm-hmm. elena do you have anybody that you can think of for some reason the only one i'm thinking of is Catherine heigl in 27 dresses but I just she's like really <laughs> only unlikable at the end isn't she the lead and, in that yeah yes. <laughs> like her sister's supposed to be the bitch but she does things and you're well, like then that Why? should be your point that should be your point malin ackerman is annoying but you love her Okay. okay, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. I'll buy into fair. that one. I'll buy into that's that one. That's my number one top rom-com, so <laughs> watch out. Don't get me wrong. I will rewatch James Marsden and anything he ever does ever in Thanks. his whole life. Benny and the Jets. I do enjoy some James Marsden. Um, so let's talk about who stood out, who should we be watching, who should we be watching. Is there anything that you guys... Elena? I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but Betty Gilpin and everything. Okay. She's very talented, and I think she does have... She's a TV star now, but she could be a big leading lady, I think, if someone gave her the right role. Or could Ooh. she be the next Judy Greer? Oh, we do love favorite. Judy Greer on the show. I, You know, I didn't know if she could have a Judy Greer potential of being a good... She was so... She could. She pl- totally yeah. won that over for me, but I do agree with you, I th- Elena. I think that could be really fun to see her... In more of a leading role, because I think from my experience of like watching what she's been able to do, she really has an enormous amount of range. And I think she's really fun to watch. I'm telling you, when I saw her do that switch switch from like the good girl mm-hmm. to like the bad girl, I was like, what? Yeah, like, kind of at first I was shocked. like, who the fuck is that? Same. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, that's that girl. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Same. Same. Um, to me. Okay. So we're going to get on this topic now. Uh-oh. Train. Here we go. On this I need train. a fucking sip of this martini. I you. finished my martini a long time ago, and I need more. <laughs> you guys are drinking well, real because slow. Because it's so good, and I'm it like, it was delicious. You're not supposed to. The audience is supposed to think down. we have like an endless martini that we're drinking. I now. want to, but I want another one. I'm angry that I'm not drinking more. Well, you're Anyways, the chef, so that's weird. I know. The bartender. Uh, so I have not been a big fan of Liam, and I just need to say why. Uh, he, I just nothing has been that exciting for me when I've seen him. That's fair. I agree. Team Chris. I'm Team Chris all the way. Oh, shit. But Team Liam all the way. I am but, too, actually. But this too. movie, hubba hubba. I was like, whoa, hello. And I literally turned to Lena at one point and I was like, I'm on the train. I'm on it. And I was like, get off. Go back to your train. <laughs> this is my train. There's enough people on this train already. You need to call the fuck I down. was like, God damn. He, and it, he was wearing that like creamy mustard sweater when they're eating the dumplings. And I was like, oh, look at you. And that tight sweater and tight pants on and... I just don't think you should describe anything sexy as creamy mustard color ever again. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And the audience I was just I liked the color of the sweater on him. I thought it looked very good. The sweater itself looked very good. So I will... Oh, and the other point of it being is that anything I've seen him in, he hasn't had his natural Australian accent. So I was... In the trailer, I was so appreciative that we get to see him with his Australian totally. accent. And I thought that that was incredibly sexy. So It makes someone, like, exponentially hotter when you have an Australian accent. Oh, my God. I don't God. know what it is. But yeah. yeah. So I was really excited to see that. So I'm kind of – and the fact that he was having a lot of fun with this role. He was, like, kind of letting loose. And he's never done a dance sequence or anything like that before. Hopefully this kind of, like, pushes him towards some non-serious roles. Agreed. I think I'm the same. Liam definitely is someone on my list. I also think I haven't seen a ton of stuff with Rebel Wilson. I know that's weird. Like, I never watched Pitch Perfect. I just wasn't, like, on that bandwagon. Um, But this is the first time I really saw her, like, as a star. And I just felt like 
I don't know. It was believable to me that she could carry like an entire film. Have you seen How to Be Single? I have actually, and I do like that. But she was she is perfect. I don't feel like she was leading in that though. Like I felt like this was like her opportunity to really like lead a film. Well, I think that's one of my notes about Rebels. I don't know if I'll ever see her leading again after this movie because I don't know what I don't know what type of movie she could. So, because I don't think she was a good leader in this one. We saw the trailer she though. Bad, we saw the trailer for um, the Hustle with Anne Hathaway that I'm like right, really Anne, excited about. And the lead in that. Well, I would argue that they're both I, leading to some extent. I don't know. I, I'll be, I definitely want to see it. By the I, way, I did do you know like that Rebel. that movie is a remake or a reboot of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, the old Steve Martin movie? No. Yeah, I just saw that. Um, I there are some parts of me that I feel like, and I know Lena kind of talks about this a lot, where it's like. actor is playing this certain part over and over again and rebel has played this version of herself in almost everything and i do appreciate the fact that she got a chance to lead this movie and i think it was really great i don't know very many actresses that are similar to her look wise comedic timing wise that could have pulled this movie off and made that realistic haunt me like I see her. I, like, she's I just only don't think do she's that. I don't think she's as diverse as Goldie is, though. No, Gold. You love Goldie. How dare you? She has so much range. <laughs> I I don't think Goldie Hawn has range. I do love Goldie Hawn. I don't see her as having range, though. I think she's funny. She's she's very. She's like multi layered funny. Okay, but this is a whole nother. Discussion. Yeah, we should do like our favorite Goldie Hawn movies. That would oh be bad. But speaking of, she's doing a um another remake of Private Benjamin, which I'm kind of excited to watch. The Goldie Hawn. Oh, movie. Rebel is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'd like to see Rebel do something a little bit different. Okay, that's fair. Like like M- Melissa McCarthy, she's does different things. Yeah, she, she has doesn't range. she she doesn't fall into that category of oh she's just being. Melissa I would McCarthy not have said again. that until Can You Ever Forgive Me Though. That was the first well, time. Well, but I saw that's her what I'm saying. I, and I just don't. I don't I want Rebel, Rebel to fall into that because this she'll is, have her moment. I think. Hopefully, but that's what I'm saying. I I don't know. Okay. I, I do think Melissa McCarthy has. A little bit, like she's more appealing to me than Rebel Wilson is. Interesting. All around, mm-hmm. it might be because because of Gilmore Girls, but I think even in, in her comedic roles, it's there's something a little bit different about each role, and I do think Rebel's a little bit one note mm-hmm. in everything. So I think she needs to find at least a different kind of comedy. Yeah. Just because like Melissa McCarthy and Spy is so different from her, and like the hut, not the hustle, um, the heat. Oh yeah. So, Is it? I didn't yeah. see. Oh yeah. I don't think I saw it. Completely different. Actually. Oh yeah. Okay. So like she just needs a little bit more of a range in her comedy, and gotcha. that would be. That's fair. Yeah, and I think that's the word I always look for is one note. Yeah. I always say they're Jason Batemaning, or they're, <laughs> I just say their name because they're just yeah. being themselves, like over and over again. Yeah, and even the new movie that you said with Rebel and Anne Hathaway, she looks exactly the same mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. and it's her same type of comedy. It's her same accent and so it's to me that's going to get old and i'm not going to want to see that really aka kate mckinnon (gasps) how dare you i love mckate i love mckate mckate i don't even know her name there's the martini (laughs) i love kate mckinnon um did everybody say what who stood out for them yeah, yeah, yeah. Should Liam. we do our martini scores? Yeah, mar- yeah, martini. I don't know why I just called you martini. <laughs> Natalie, why don't you tell us what the martini scale is? Martini. 
Miss Martini. So we, as we drink our martinis, we rate the movies and pretty much everything in life on this martini scale. Uh, that is a reverse star system. One being the best, five being the worst. Assuming you would need to be blackout drunk to watch this movie again. <laughs> so that is a little bit what our martini scale is. So one being an enjoyable movie that you could probably even watch it sober. But who wants to do that? We start with at least one martini. Yes. Um, so for me, I chose two martinis for this movie. I think it was enjoyable. It wasn't great. But it was still something, you know, I with a couple of martinis, I'm really having a good time. Yeah. Same, actually. I gave it a two as well. Yeah? Yep. I, I would watch it again mm-hmm. if it was like, if I was, you know, hanging out and people had it on. I'd be like, oh, this is a good movie. Let's watch it. Like, it's a couple of drinks. Yeah, same. Two. Uh, it's the same like How to Be Single. If it's on, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. Anytime I can see Liam kicking the bush, going to happen. Oh, my God. Whoa, Elena? There's not a metaphor later there. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a one and a half. Like, oh. I'll oh. have the first part. Natalie doesn't like the half thing. <laughs> but listen, a lot of times I'll order a second and then not finish it. Oh, good. Really? So, you waste alcohol? Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> oh, we have to work Lena, on that. This is a it's new not, fact I'm learning about yeah, you. Yeah, appropriate. I just, I know nobody else liked the dance numbers, but mm-hmm. they made me giggle a lot. And okay. if I just had that extra half martini, they'd make me giggle even more. Mm-hmm. Fair. And again, mm-hmm. Liam kicking the bush. It's I have to go back and time. watch just for that. I don't remember him kicking any oh, bushes. Oh, we're going to pull this up. Yeah, okay. for sure. It was the best thing I've seen in a long time. Interesting. Well, that was fun. Elena, thank you so much yeah, for joining thank you. us. It was great. And sitting through I, our I, I, Did we pop your podcast, Virginism? Yes, you did. This oh my is God. my, That's my, my podcast, Cherry, has been popped. How was it? Uh, it was great. You guys are all so lovely. Oh, thanks. And I got to drink alcohol. <laughs> did you like your martini? Yeah, it tastes like ice cream, just so everybody knows. Thanks. And also, it's beautiful looking. If I was at a bar, I would Instagram it for everybody to see. <gasps> oh, oh you would have? Yeah, it's definitely like a melted chocolate milkshake. It's delicious. It's fucking, I'm going to make another one before. <laughs> we're going yeah, to post a picture of it on our Instagram story just because everybody's going to, when we release this episode, because everyone yeah. needs to see this it's martini. It's really it's good. Gorgeous. It was, I'm, I'm going to be pretty. I got pictures. Good. I'm pretty proud of myself with this one. This was not bad. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, very lovely. That's a nice picture. Okay, you'll all see that soon. <laughs> As always, we want to thank you for listening. For more information, please be sure to visit themartiniscale.com, where you can find links for all of our social channels in addition to show notes and more. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. It helps others discover the show. We'll see you next time. Cheers! Cheers. Bye! Bye.